0: Morning, y'all. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Cammon, and it's Wednesday, February 21st. On this date in 1885, the Washington Monument was dedicated. On this date in 1965, civil rights activist Malcolm X was shot to death inside Harlem's Audubon Ballroom. Three men identified as Nation of Islam members were convicted of murder and imprisoned. All were eventually paroled. The convictions of two were dismissed in 2021 when prosecutors said new evidence undermined the cases against them. That brings us to this morning's trivia question. The actor who played the droid C-3PO in Star Wars movies is celebrating a birthday. Can you name him? I'll have that answer coming up, but first, it's time to check your first alert forecast.
1: Well, we're starting out chilly here as we get started on our Wednesday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine, 30s and 40s. As you head out the door, we'll eventually climb close to 60 by lunchtime. Very similar. It was a carbon copy of yesterday, today. High temperatures in the low to mid 60s this afternoon. Then we we'll cool right back down this evening. Start out tomorrow morning back in the upper 30s. 68 tomorrow afternoon, a little warmer than today. And then on Friday, we'll be in the low 60s 70s but it does come with more clouds and the chance of some scattered showers especially in the morning it'll be drying out as we head toward the weekend with a partly cloudy sky high temperatures in the mid 60s this weekend with 70s on the way next week
0: you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader life 5 news now
2: let's get to your morning headlines Goose Creek police are investigating a shooting at a Walmart on St. James Avenue. Officials say one victim was taken to the hospital for treatment. They also say the suspect fled, but they know who they are. That is all we know right now. Uh, We will provide further updates on on air and online just as soon as more details are released.
1: A human-like figure covered in what appears to be trash bags and hanging from a tree in Hollywood has caught the attention of the Racial Justice Network.
2: The organization says the display intimidated nearby homeowners who brought its presence to their attention.
1: And the group held a news conference outside of that Hollywood home yesterday. By that time, though, the display had already been taken down. But this is what it looked like at the time it was up. The human-like figure lying on the ground surrounded by signs that the group asserts were written by the homeowner.
2: Those signs say the, quote, decoration was mass-produced from Walmart, a white inflatable object wrapped in a black body bag that they've been, quote, too lazy to take down. It went on to say that in the two years it's been up, no one has raised an issue, claiming the current attention is a form of targeted harassment.
1: The Racial Justice Network leaders say that the homeowner choosing to leave a decoration, as they're calling it, of this nature up for all of this time, they say sends a clear message of hate. In their press conference, leaders expressed concerns what kind of message that this may also be sending regarding the state's tolerance of hate.
0: In a state that has not passed the hate crime bill, this also sends message to people that it could be okay to do something like this.
2: Racial Justice Network leaders did thank the homeowner for taking down the display and have encouraged the community not to harass them moving forward.
1: The Charleston Police Department says it has arrested three people in a spree of nearly 30 property crimes in downtown Charleston that date all the way back to September of last year. 30 year old Quintero Phillips is facing 20 different charges, which include four counts of breaking into a car, nine counts of financial transaction fraud, and three counts of financial transaction card theft 52 year old Marlon smalls is charged with breaking into a car financial transaction card theft and probation violation and then the third person 36 year old michael drayton assigned from probation violation is facing the same charges as smalls police wanted to take the arrest as an opportunity to remind people to remove all of their valuables from inside their cars and always make sure your doors are locked
2: The trial for a 2020 double murder has left the family with no more answers than they had at the beginning of their week in court. Demagin Gadsden, charged with the double murders of two women, went to trial in Berkeley County, but it resulted in a hung jury. The jurors couldn't agree if he was guilty or not. The 2020 shootings of uh, of 25-year-old LaShawn Gadsden Uh, and no relation to the accused, and 61-year-old Lori Gentile is still an open case. Gadsden is still facing the charges connected to their murders, but he remains out on bond. During the trial, the state argued Gadsden was the shooter, using phone records and DNA to put him near the scene. The defense claims no one else was ever investigated. The state says they do plan to put him on trial again in a few months with a new jury. So there will be some communications going on back and forth, and it would not surprise me if a plea agreement was reached. Now, obviously, uh, it's got to be accepted and agreed to by both sides. Uh, I suspect there was some plea negotiations leading up to the first trial, but probably not as intensive as they will be moving forward. You can learn more details about the trial and the original case by going to this story on live5news.com. State Attorney
1: General Alan Wilson says a Somerville man is facing nearly two dozen child sex abuse charges. Investigators from the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force announced yesterday that they worked with Somerville police officers to arrest 22-year-old Perion Jones. He was arrested back on February 8th. Jones is facing 20 counts of sexual exploitation of a minor. This comes after investigators say he possessed child sexual abuse materials. Jones could spend as much as a decade behind bars for each of those counts. That means he's now facing sentencing of up to 200 years in prison. Jones' mugshot is not yet available from law enforcement officials. Appointed superintendents out down with us at Live 5 to address a few issues that have
2: been circling since she was offered a job. Anita Huggins was officially given the role of superintendent on February 7th, but questions surrounding the way the contract was created by the school board has some in the community fired up.
1: Huggins said she hopes the public knows that she hears them and their concerns. She also says that she hopes to move forward in good faith and hopes that people will give her a fair chance.
2: She also expressed concerns that, quote, adult issues... We're beginning to affect the quality of education that can be given to the children. She hopes to rally the school board with an improved working relationship that allows her and all members to work together uh, for common goals. That goal, improving student outcomes in Charleston.
1: You can find Huggins' main concerns under this story on live5news.com.
2: The United States Coast Guard has announced that it partnered with multiple agencies to fix an oil spill that was reported at a storm drain in Charleston. Coast Guard Sector Charleston was able to remove 5,000 gallons of oily water mixture. Work was completed by last Monday, and efforts including vacuuming the drain pipe were completed on February 12th. Officials hope this spill by the Chevron facility will help remind people of how important it is to follow environmental regulations. The North
1: Charleston Police Department is holding a press conference tomorrow morning to give an update on a still unsolved 2018 murder of Naquan Martin. On May 29th of 2018, then 29-year-old Martin was found suffering from several gunshot wounds. That was according to officers who were on the scene. He was taken to the hospital where he later died from his injuries. North Charleston Police will be out in front of City Hall with family members of the victim to make a statement tomorrow morning at 11. Military manufacturing facilities in the state have now merged together. Pegasus Steel, Merrill Technologies Group, and Metal Trades have all come together to form Keel Holding, a defense manufacturing organization. Autumn Klein is following that merger. So, Autumn, tell us, what does this mean for the future of some of these local facilities?
3: Well, Shelby, hopefully it means long-term stability for plants like Pegasus Steel right here in Ladson. Not just stability for its 100-plus employees, but also growth. Pegasus Steel is a metals fabrication company that specializes in parts for things like aircraft carriers, combat vehicles, submarines, and even replacement parts for the Statue of Liberty. They have facilities in Goose Creek, Ladson, and Hollywood. The new organization has more than 700 employees and a total of nine locations across South Carolina and Michigan that were strategically selected because of their proximity to deep water ports. The merger also combines Pegasus Steel with Metal Trade, a family-owned manufacturing company that specializes in making parts for ships based out of the Hollywood area. In a statement, Keels CEO Brian Carter says, quote, Our merger of Pegasus Steel, Metal Trades, and Merrill Technologies Group will not only enable Keel to increase our speed of delivery and production for the country's highest priority defense programs, but will also provide significant economic growth and substantial career opportunities for South Carolina and our local economy. Pegasus Steel is already looking for new employees with their job postings for everything from welders to managers to technical writers. For Live 5 News, I'm Autumn Klein.
2: Alright, thank you, Autumn. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court will not be getting involved in a dispute between the South Carolina Ports Authority and the International Longshoremen's Association over who can have which jobs at the Hugh Leatherman Terminal in North Charleston. This is a win for the union as this refusal to hear the case means that they are now in charge of operating all cranes at the port. Governor Henry McMaster has been a staunch opponent of unions in South Carolina and previously asked the Supreme Court to take a the case the ports authority can appeal the supreme court's decision but as it stands the ila will be able to have all of the jobs from ships to gate at any new port built in the state The saying farm to table changes to table to
1: farm with one low country composting program.
2: The program is making the option of composting more accessible to residents with six new location sites opening up.
1: Our Tiana Maxwell is at the Bees Ferry location this morning. So Tiana, tell us a little bit more about these
4: sites and the impact that they're expected to have. Good morning, Shelby and Nick. Charleston County is adding six more locations to the already 14 available sites where residents can drop off their food scraps for free. The city of Charleston and Charleston County partner in this program. New drop sites include the Lonnie Hamilton Public Services Building and the John Island Public Library. The four other locations are Randolph Park, Moultrie Park, Singleton Park, and Reva Ridge Drive in Johns Island. Program Manager of Environment Management Christina Mosco says they are happy to partner with the city of charleston to grow the program with more drop sites the county says 150 tons of compost was diverted from the landfill in 2023 the goal for 2024 2024 rather is 200 tons charleston county is the largest compost producer in the state and one of the largest on the east coast the county is giving residents free i'm sorry composting workshops in march and april and residents can find that registration information on our website, life5news.com. In Charleston, Tiana Maxwell, Life 5 News.
0: At the top of the show, I told you the actor known for playing the droid C-3PO is celebrating a birthday this Wednesday. That actor is Anthony Daniels, who turns 78. Also celebrating birthdays this Wednesday, record company executive David Geffen is 81. Cagney and Lacey actress Tyne Daly is 78. CSI actor William Peterson is 71. Frasier actor Kelsey Grammer is 69. Singer Mary Chapin Carpenter turns 66. Actor Christopher Atkins turns 63. Actor William Baldwin is 61. And actress Jennifer Love Hewitt is 45. And thanks for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Kamen, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24 7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.